The comments heard on The View from a Pew are those of Mac McCoy and are not necessarily the opinions of his guests, his producer Garth, any one particular denomination or religion, the church lady, Mr. Lemke, Pastor Craig, or anyone else of sound mind and body. Now here is today's The View from a Pew, heard all around the world on YouTube. Just search for The View from a Pew. Good Monday morning to you. Here we are on a beautiful Monday morning, and we thank you for uh, taking the time to be with us today. Uh, we're live here on the local radio station and also on YouTube, uh, Facebook, and uh, sorry to say, you TikTokers, I'm just not going to go that way. I, I, I'm going to go by the way of our president. Did I say that? I think you did. Oh, and uh, we're not we're we're not banning TikTok, obviously, from our platform, but we're not going to broadcast live on TikTok. All right, so look who's back. How long have you been gone? Uh, at least a month. Yeah, I would say so. At least a month. Yeah. All right, I got to get your camera figured out here. You definitely have a good face for radio. <laughs> Thank you. All right, I'll take that as a compliment. So Pastor Delmar Austin is here, and when he's in town, and he has uh, time for us, which we appreciate that, of course, uh, he does the week's show, and I think you're going to get a lot of a lot of good stuff from the uh, this week, and the topic is the meaning of the cross, and that must be more than just a few word sentence. Well, the meaning of the cross, you know, we can't write enough. The world could not contain all that we could write about the meaning of the cross. But, you know, you go to Scripture. You try to have a a scriptural understanding of everything. You go to Scripture and you study it, and everything's in black and white. But there is a process that takes place of understanding Scripture, and particularly that part of Scripture that is the gospel message. You can hear the gospel message. You can grasp it easily enough. But to see the big picture of the full meaning of the cross, it takes us a while. It takes us a while to really understand what salvation is all about. Okay, so the... uh is the meaning of the cross then uh, the big title and the underlining title is what salvation is all about? Well, the, the smaller title is really about the assurance of salvation. Okay, good. All right, because I was going to say, I don't know how much we can tell about the cross. Yes, well, we don't have the time to do all of that. Yeah, there we go. That'll be next month's programming. Tune in <laughs> every day. All right, so where do we start here? We're going to unfold some revelation uh, especially the gospel message. And Ray Boltz, who is Ray Boltz? Should Ray, I know that? Ray Boltz is a uh, uh, singer, songwriter, uh, several years back, had a, a hit number called Watch the Lamb. Okay, all right. And it's a story of a father uh, who's in Israel. He takes his sons to Jerusalem and happens to be the day that Jesus is crucified. He oh. sees everything that's taking place there. And anyway, without t- retelling the whole story, at the very end, his children are standing there, and they're all standing at the foot of the cross. And his children say these words. They say, Daddy, Daddy, what have we seen here today? There's so much we don't understand. 
And I really believe that that says it well for our understanding of what the cross really means. We see it, yes. We see what Jesus did. We understand what that means as far as our salvation. But the full implication, it takes years and years, and it will take eternity to see the full implication of what the cross on G, uh, that Jesus died on means to this so, world and to this universe. So when Ray Bolz's kid, kids said, Daddy, Daddy, what have we seen here today? There's so much we don't understand. Is it because this was the first time they saw a crucifixion? Or was it that Jesus being on the cross, uh, if you knew anything about him at all, even through, you know, uh, legend, um, something was different about that crucifixion? Yeah, well, I'm sure as children they didn't even understand what was, what was taking place, why it was taking place. But these words, I think, summarize the bigger picture of all of us. We see the cross— we can read the story in Scripture, we can hear the gospel message, but the, the full meaning of the cross, again, you know, we can take eternity to try to understand what it's really all about. Now, let, let's go to the basic message of, of what the cross is all about. All right. What, what the gospel is all about, I should say. What the gospel is all about. Okay. <laughs> right? All right. The gospel message has to start out with the revelation to us that all of us are sinners. We've all sinned. We've all come short of the glory of God, right? That's what the Bible teaches. That sets, that sets the scene for the reason for the cross, for Jesus coming into this world, dying for us. The fact that we're all sinners. And we know from the very first, God explains to Adam and Eve, if you sin, the results of sin is death. Correct. That's bad news. <laughs> if we're all sinners and the result of sin is death, that's not good. At what point do you think, did Adam and Eve realize that? Did Abraham realize that? Well, Adam and Eve didn't even understand what death was when they were in the okay. Garden of Eden. But do they? Did they understand it after they ate from the from the forbidden truth or tree? When when they failed to believe God, listen okay. to what God said, and then when they saw everything changing, because suddenly they realized they were naked, yeah. and they realized too. These are the consequences of what we did. Now we're going to be out of the garden. Now people are going to act differently. One son kills another son. Yeah. They, they begin to see all that that means. So the, the basis for why Jesus came into this world is the fact we've got a problem. And the problem is sin. And sin leads to death. And one of the things we need to understand as Christian, because it's a biblical teaching, is that we all have a tendency to sin. Even as Christians, we have a sinful nature. And, and the Bible teaches that, I believe. I'm not going to do a Bible study on that today, but I believe the Bible teaches that. And also, the church has taught that for centuries. Yeah, we have and a tendency to sin. And of course, that would uh, another term for that would be free will, which you know how I feel about that will, so, or that term. So I'm glad you brought it up as sinful nature, which is a tendency to disobey. 
tendency might be a, a, a kind word there. You know, I've, uh, I've had a lot of good church members that I've worked with through the years. I had a lady that uh, uh, used to go with me, and we would help do stop smoking programs oh. for people in the community. Wow. And uh, this gal had been a chain smoker for a good part of her life, and then she quit. She realized it wasn't good for her health. She quit, and so she'd come along to be the testimony person. I'd talk about what people needed to do to quit smoking. She'd be the testimony person, and she'd say, you know, I've quit smoking. And she had quit smoking for about 20 years. But she'd get up there, and she'd explain the process. And then she would say, you know, it's been 20 years now, but whenever I smell smoke, oh, yeah. I'm still tempted. Yeah, That's because of this natural tendency to sin. We still deal with it. If we don't deal, if we don't realize that we have this problem, then we don't understand how lost we are, and we don't understand the goodness of the gospel. All right, so we have uh, the bad news, which we're sinners. Uh, sinful nature is what we have. But here comes a young lady who says she quit smoking 20 years ago and is still tempted how does that tie into the cross? Does that tie into the cross because we're still tempted to sin? Well, uh, she still deals with this in her life. It's part of the kind of the residual because of sin. But the good news is the fact that we are saved by our faith in Jesus Christ, not by the deeds of the law. We are saved because of our faith response to Jesus. That's, that's what we need to understand. And we need to find our assurance through that experience of faith. And this is where a lot of Christians get off. When it comes to assurance, sometimes Christians who have been saved by Jesus, who have had faith in Jesus, then they try to find their assurance in other ways. And that's, that's what I want to talk about this week. I want to talk about uh, looking for assurance in different ways instead of finding our, the, the assurance that comes from God through the faith experience. Pastor uh, Delmar Austin is my co-host today, as always, when he's in town. Uh, he did uh, retire from the pulpit uh, full-time, but uh, when he's here, uh, here in Omaha, he's going to be our co-host, and uh, I just don't think you'll get better uh, Bible teaching. Uh, Delmar does a lot of research. You've been preaching for 50 years? Well, uh, over, over 45, <laughs> at least. Okay. <laughs> and uh, uh, this week, uh, every day show, starting at 4 o'clock, is going to be on the meaning of the cross. But there is good news about the faith, and or it is, there is good news about our faith through Jesus dying on the cross. And the, part of the good news, too, is we can have assurance that our faith relationship provides us eternal life. Because of what happened on the cross. Yes. All right. So, um, what, what, <laughs> you talked about Ray Boltz uh, back there for a minute who uh, wrote, uh, he wrote the song Watch the Lamb. Was that what it was? Yes. But he was actually there at the time Jesus was crucified. Well, this character in his song was, was there. Yeah. Right. Um, and the kid said, Daddy, Daddy, what have we seen here today? 
How would you have explained that to two eight-year-olds? Well, in the song, <laughs> what, what the father has told his children is, they need to, their, their job is they go to Jerusalem is to watch the lamb. They're going to do sacrifices, so they have to watch the lamb. They have to take care of the lamb. In everything that goes on there in Jerusalem, the kids lose the lamb. Oh. And at the very end, <laughs> at the very end, the, the father says to them as they're standing by the cross, he takes them and he turns their faces towards Jesus. And then he says again, watch the lamb. In other words, look at Jesus. Mm. And, you know, as, as big as the meaning of the cross is, if we want to understand it, we have to look at Jesus. We have to get our focus upon Jesus. And that is where faith in, uh, in Jesus or faith in God begins to respond. You know, what do you, what do you think those kids would have thought when, uh, or w- would they have understand when the thief on the cross told Jesus he believed in him and he said, therefore you have paradise, you will be with me in paradise today or whenever? Um, do you think those kids understood the, the power of that statement? You know, uh, children, uh, many times they understand a lot that we don't, uh, we don't see, but children don't have to see the big picture. Their growth takes place uh, through the 20-some years. Their, their brain is still developing. That, but they're learning all the things that they need to learn in order to be mature adults. It is the meaning of the cross every day today here on The View from a Pew. If you'd like to listen to or watch previous shows, just go to YouTube.com and search for The View from a Pew. And thanks to the good folks at Divine Christian Truth. Divine Truth is gentle.